right, so we're talking 38. Uh, in Tiendo, he understood about basura, about garbage, in centavos, that pennies could be in garbage. And when the pennies, you know, at one point, would the pennies fill the garbage? That's a question a lot of Americans ask themselves. Or when Dejanos, when will the pennies leave us? I've been pensando, I've been thinking. But there's a portion of the population that'll hold a penny. Uh, any kind of penny, some, you know, some people specific pennies, some people many pennies, and they'll say, Los quiero mucho. I love you so much, penny. Centavo. Uh, penny, you are my suhefe. Or the penny would say that to the person. I'd say, I'm your boss. And I say, Cabo, are you finished talking to that penny? Because we got we got to buy us a tras. We got to go back to work. And the person said, well, she was me. Unfortunately, I'm a penny talker. And I said, Los Aspero, I hope so. I hope we're done with this penny. And then the other part of me that doesn't talk to the penny said, Yolo create. I, I believe when I see it. And I said, well, Asperia Ver, just wait and see. And then the penny said, uh, Alejandro. And I said, what? No mire Alejandro. Don't look away. So then I pulled the penny out. I said, from you, Penny? And the penny said, permit me, permita, allow me to introduce myself. And I said, are you going to start rapping, Penny? And the penny said, no. Uh, yando pasame, I'm going to maze you. And I said, finally, I stop. And pasando, it's happening. The magic penny has come my way. And the penny said, Botando, I launched you. And I said, would you launch, Penny? And the penny said, launched into a speech to you. And I said, may do a gal. I do like it, Penny, when you talk to me so. Uh, and then I said, uh, okay, I'm going to put you back in TNA. Uh, he, it is there in my pocket where you'll go. And the penny said, move a toro. So the penny moves all. And I said, no, 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 dormir ahi. I want you to sleep in there, Penny, till I need you again. It'll be bien larga. It'll be be a longish time. Uh, because if I hold you and talk to you, Penny, uh, people are going to think I'm demente, you know, crazy. And I don't want to get atrapado, caught talking to a Penny. Because uh, the last time I did, did uh, Pensaron, uh, they thought... Uh, that, well, that part of me that thought to hide it. I said, boy, see, you were right. Don't talk to the penny. Don't talk to pennies in public. I said, hey, let's let's just go in this restroom. Oh, look, the banda, a band's about to play. And then the penny said, as came here, something, time to look at me. And I said, what? And I said, no, 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 there's uh, Bessinos in this restaurant. There's neighbors you know, I can't just talk to you. Oh, it's going to be in a scene, a scene. And then the penny started copying me. It said, it's going to be in a scene, a scene. And I said, I said, Penny, where, I think I'm at work. Uh, or is this a dream? Because if it's not, I got to cover my whale ass, my tracks. And, you know, Agre Desco, I appreciate all the advice you constantly give me, Penny. 
and you say lay lay a cure. One day it will occur, occur uh, that essay palabras. These questions will be answered. But I say not for a place, not not for nothing, Penny. Uh, but you know, there's manners. There's different ways that you could dicho uh, eso uh, say that. And the Penny said, "Well, I'm calling in the refuerzos." And I said, "The reinforcements." And I said, having one penny guiding my life is too many. So if you bring in any enforcements, I'm going to go right to the pond in a chando. I'll be throwing you in. No, I said, I'm even at a pond. More. And then I went in search of a public fountain. Uh, but the penny wouldn't stop chattering. So I said, subase vamos. I'm going to hop. Uh, you know, because with the other change in my pocket, I figured the noise, you know, would distract the penny. You know, aberiave. I got to see my way to the public fountain. And then I saw something. I said, at first I said, is that fumar? Is that smoke? But then I said, no, that's water vapor. And I'm, I'm, I, I see a public fountain in the vapor in the sky. And I said, juntos, it's all coming together. And the penny was really, you know, letting me have it. But I said, no, D say, the penny does not say anything. And I just started shaking the change in my pocket. And then the quarter spoke of it, said, Roto a otro usted no es el man el trabajo. And I said, I'm sorry, what? Roto a otro usted no es el man el trabajo? And the quarter, the quarter said, say yes. And I said, broken to another, you are not the man for this job. And the quarter said, yeah. So then I gave the quarter, I, I assumed him at the quarter meant it was out of there. So I just gave it to some kid to buy gum. And the kid said, gum cost him. And I said, well, sorry, this is the quarter, you know, take this quarter and leave. And then the rest of the change said, que es hacer caso. And I said, which is heating? And I said, I, I'm not heating the pennies. No, no, no. Sentado, I want you all seated in my pockets, and I don't want to hear any alguna duda, any questions from the change in my pocket anymore. My sanity is solida, solid. And then that dime said, it had the dime, it, it, that dime had the uh, nerve to say total lace ba salir. Everything is going to come out. And I said about me talking to change, and then it said Fermanos, it's signed, the papeles, the papers are signed. And I said, ah, bueno, por favor, please, for the good. And then I just threw up the change, but the penny would not, it, it flung right back down into my pocket. And I said, and I said to the kid, remember this kid, you know, because the La Primera es gratis. The first piece of advice from a penny's free, but then once you lock eyes, that's it. It stops being amable, nice. And pennies will then, you know, they're fighting for their uh, relevancy. That's part of it, kid. Uh, somos los duenos. They say we are the owners. Well, my penny says just I am the owner of your decision-making process. And I don't want to, you know, astura hacer bien, do the frightened do well? Or Taylor Seguro, do you play it safe and listen to the penny?
And I said, Promet, pro, Prometornos, uh, promise me, promise us. Uh, you'll be honesto with your penny, honest with your penny. Contigo, uh, or hope that uh, contigo, the penny will be honestos with you. And the kid said, what's a penny? And I said, thank you, son. Uh, you know, go go about your day. Take that. And they said, I gave the quarter to my sister. And I said, well, here's the, I said, there's some dimes and nickels back there. He threw them up. And then they said, well, I don't want those either. And I said, kids today. Uh, and then I went back to Pensando. I was thinking, what am I going to do about this? And then I kept walking down the path. And someone passed by me. And they said, oyste. And they said, did you hear that? And I said, hear what? And they said, Hase Rato, a while ago, I thought I heard a penny talking. And I said, penny talking? What are you, What kind of nonsense is that? And the guy said, you don't remember me, do you? And I said, no. Was it from, the, from more than two years ago? And he said, Diste, he goes, you gave me Kemala uh, Centavo, you gave me that bad penny. And he said, I'm here to tell you that finally, Estoy Libre, I'm finally free of that penny. And I said, perfect, how'd you get rid of it? And he said, the costar was more than you could, and I said, the cost was more than you could ever imagine. And I said, well, is it my turn, Ahorita? Is it my turn right now to get the penny, rid of the penny? And he said, Abalo, Abajo Solo. It goes only if you go, go down that road alone. And I said, this doesn't, Ningun Sentido, this doesn't make any sense. And unfortunately, I don't have the emotional apparato, apparatus to even deal with the human penny conflict. So if I can't face the penny, what, what's the uh, chronogramma, the timetable? And he said, forever. Oye, loke, do you hear what I'm saying, son? Deal with your penny problems. And I said, all right, the stage is Kayla Ponga. The stage is set. Es la ultima yo. It, it is this last day I'll deal with this centavo. I, uh, Tienda Espero, I went to the Hope Store, which, you know, and I said, you're not selling any pieces of hope for a penny, are you? And they said, your membership at this store has been canceled. canceled. And then I said, uh, I said, well, no sabe barajon un moto. And she said, they don't know, do not know down a motorcycle. And I said, say, lo hurro, I swear. I said, I'm looking for, you know, I'm looking to get a penny out of town. One way take it across the globe, and uh, she said, "C O V." If I saw uh, K video, I gale. And he said, "If you saw what a video would make of a of a Penny's cross country trip, that would that be a good documentary?" And she said, "K tell dormiste how how well you would sleep, you know, if, if you watched a documentary of a Penny going across the country." And I said, Kate, she said, what is this, a joke? That's the kind of podcast I do. And then I, I thought it was her, but it was her lips were moving, but it was the Penny's voice. I said, oye, pa, uh, dime, claro, dime. 
tell me, tell me clearly, pa. And I said, that's it, I'll put the penny to sleep. And then I said, I forgot all about the, uh, the public fountain, and then I'll toss it in the fountain. And, you know, a star de regresso. I'll tell it I'll be back, but I won't. And they said, oh, hey, Penny, I was just esote dijo el martes. Remember that I told you on Tuesday about the bicando, about the packing order, and the time, the time my grandmother told my brother, quien lo trajos para me bolas, you know, stop bringing in your tennis balls in the house. And I said, Penny, una vueltas recoge perdón. One round picks forgiveness, Penny. Uh, Deheme, let me. Because como la ve herido, not a grave. No hurt looks that, not that serious. Alguna pro some questions. Uh, Montado gente, mantener. You know, other people keep. Oh, Penny, rest in my pocket. No, says, do not be a grande. Uh, no, says, leñeño de gases. Do not be gas-filled, Penny. And do not, uh, no, says, común que peña. Don't take the common shame. Uh, Black cartas, Penny. Let's play some cards. One sheep card jumping over the penny. The second sheep, Cantaba Karaoke Locosino, is a crazy karaoke sheep singing. The third sheep is a Unhenio, a brilliant genius sheep. I think the penny's falling asleep. The fourth sheep is a Henial, a brilliant sheep. Uh, the next sheep, I, N. El Mundo, Mentiendo. Metiendo is a giant sheep tucking in the world, and it's into its Betty Poo, even the forgotten change. The seventh sheep, que parte, monstro, lobe, humilde. It showed us how humble we could be. Uh, the eighth sheep was muy raro, a very rare sheep made of clouds floating by. The ninth sheep was copiando, roeado dos veces, running around us and copying a sleeping penny twice. Uh, the tenth sheep de repente suenio. Revealed the genius of the vice just floating by so slowly. The eleventh sheep, Trya Amaterial, was bringing the material to be so comfortable. The twelfth sheep, Compulsivo Ultrabez, was compulsively taking the penny closer, so close. To this lovely fountain, so warm and sleepy, where you'll be donated to some wonderful charity. Uh, Desord Enrico Gracias, the searching sheep, thanks the rich disorder of the world. And then the penny floats down. The fourteenth sheep is the penny. 
floating in the fountain. The penny's gone from... Oh, no, that was the wrong penny. And the other penny's watching. So I'll just keep this penny. And me and the penny will be the 15th floating by. Good night. All right, so we're talking episode 38. It starts with Walt. He's driving fast. And he's just holding on, uh, which is very un-Walt-like. He's also on the phone at the same time. He's, he's yelling at Saul. And it was kind of like watching a video game, like one of those video games with the cars. It was his skilled driving. Then he makes another call to Cielo. There's also lullaby sounds in the soundtrack, not in the actual episode. Uh, it leaves a message of apology, I put question mark. And then the episode opens. It's uh, Heroe, uh, like hero, H-E-R-O-E. And Walt pulls up to a garage. He's ready. He goes in Los Polios, the original Los Polios, the big one. Uh, the one that I've talked about. It's been a little while. It's a two-story, huge, huge building. Uh, he asks to see Gustavo Cortez. Uh, and then he demands to see him. I demand to see him. And then the manager's like, hey, maybe. So then Walt sits down. I'll wait, you know. And he looks around the restaurant like a loon. I put that loon. L-O-O-N. Like looking at everybody. Then his phone rings. It's Mario. He's like, Walt, what, what, what are you doing? And Walt's like, where's Jose? And he's like, he's with me, bro. And Mario gives the phone to Jose. Jose's like, yo, I'm chilling with Mario, yo. I guess that's my Jesse, but... And Walt, uh, he's all worried. He's like, Jose. And Jose's like, no, man, it's cool. And then Walt wants answers. And Mario hops in. He goes, go go get to work and cook, bro. And then Walt goes back to the office. Oh, back to the office of Will Spolius. He goes right through the employee-only entrance. And there's, he goes right in the office. There's no gusts there. Like, there's video camera feed, a nice office that we've seen before. I didn't see the chicken outfit, but that's where I've seen it stored. It also, Walt's office, just in case you're thinking about, like, taking over a very nice bathroom in the office. Or not, like, a bathroom attached to the office, not within the office. Because that would be weird. Uh, but connected to the office, like a private, you know, for the boss, the boss's bathroom. I mean, that's when you know you made it, you know. Uh, Jose and Mario, and they pick up a bag of buried money, and then they roll out of there. Uh, the next scene is with Ramon and Henry, the Ramon who, hello, casting directors, get on this guy, trust me. Uh, he's meant to be in action movies. Uh, they're working on this flipbook comic. And they're talking about the case. Henry's eating pudding. So I thought of Matt Oswald and pudding. Uh, so I don't know if anybody's checked that out. Uh, then they talk about the case some more. They talk about Jose. They talk about Victor. And Ramon's like, you got to roll out. And then there's this long shot of Henry just sitting there, and the camera slowly pulls in. Uh, then we're at a car repair shop. Mario, 
uh, goes in and he, there's a parrot in there. He's like, Hey parrot. And he gets some, another bag of money that's there. Jose's sitting outside playing, uh, lookout. And then they kind of talk about vigilance and then Jose's like, what's my job in all this? Yo, I put you, but I meant you. And there's a time lapse of them working. Jose's playing lots of dashboard drums. And there's lots of shots of him being bored and sleeping and acting, messing around, acting goofy. Uh, then there's a lot of shots of Jose talking a lot, talking about money and getaways and talking about work. And Mario pulls over to talk some more. And then we go to Walt. Walt's at work solo. He's on camera. He's doing a lot of work. All the video cameras are watching him. And then Walt's tired. And there's some nice music. Uh, Mastanero is the um, re- refrain in the music. And then we have Walt's yellow and a young, handsome lawyer, if you don't mind me saying so, sir. And the lawyer's like, let's sign on the dotted line. And Cielo's very happy. What does this say? New, nay, it looks like Navach or Nouveau. Nervous, nervous. Oh, she's happy and nervous. Okay, I remember that now. Uh, Lawyer leaves, she talks so well. She's like, hey, no more secrets, no more lies. And she grabs a champagne. She's like, let's party. And then she notices there's a message. It's from Walt. And after she listens to it, they look at each other with a longing look. And they can't resist one another. So they take it to the bedroom. And, you know, uh, things happen. I think between scenes, uh, between cuts. Uh, In this version, the American version... It's still uh, subtly played, but less so. And then there's like a post-pillow talk. It's all flirty. They're laughing. They're talking about Henry and Maria, rocks and minerales. And then Junior rolls and he calls upstairs. And Cielo and Walt look at each other. Oh, boy, we're, you know, what are we going to do? And then Walt supersedes any dis- dis- discussion and answers kind of to show off, uh, you know, and then, you know, it's kind of, uh, I guess it's not Oedipalian because it's his wife, but it is, you know, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's like pre, pre Oedipalian, I would say, in my, I mean, in my opinion, it's like, oh, I'm up here with your mom. I don't know why that would be weird, but it, it, when I talk about it, it sounds like it, and, and I'm, and I don't think I'm overanalyzing it at all. I'd say that's pretty. Somebody get Chaucer on the phone and see, because Chaucer seemed was one that introduced me to cuckolding, you know, which just then became like a lifelong fear. So, I don't know who introduced me to the misuse of Oedipalian. It probably me. I just came up with that. I'm, I can't blame any of the uh, any anybody. But anyway, you know, Oedipalian or not, that, that's a nice word. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it rightly. Rightly, but Oedipalian, that, that it rolls off the old, not the tongue, the top of the palate, though, Oedipalian. I guess it doesn't roll, but it feels good. Uh, 
where were we? I didn't even write that down. Junior rolls in, calls upstairs. Will answers to show off. Uh, he goes, yeah, we're having a meeting up here, yo. And Junior gets it right away. He smiles. He's so happy as pa is in the house. He loves using the word pa. And I actually love it when he does it. I say, it's so potapalian. Uh, you know, I had to sneak that in there. Uh, then post bed, Walt says something that makes kind of Cielo really think. Then we see Walt back at work. He's in a forklift. He gets mad. He yells at the cameras. This is too much work for one dude. Yo, I quit. Um, a lot of gratuitous use of yo in this episode for me. And the next thing you know, Gus's new guy rolls in. And I think I got some, you know, jokes about him. They're not very good, but he rolls in. He's all quiet. He gets to work. He says nothing. And then Walt just berates him, just like he would Jose, nonstop. Uh, like, he's berating him, berating him, and the guy just gets right to work. Uh, he starts running the forklift. Walt even has his hands on his hips, glaring at him while he uses the forklift. And the guy looked like, a, I put Holy Billy Corrigan meets the guy from Prison Bay, a break. Which neither one of those pop culture references have any traction. And they're like 15 years apart, but I mean, that's the truth. He looks like Billy Corrigan. You could Google it. Billy Corrigan meets the guy from Prison Break. Uh, then we have Jose and Mario. Jose asks Mario, are we done? And Mario's like, no, I got to And he just hops out of the car. He goes into a house. Jose starts wasting time. He sees a couple guys on a dirt bike. And they drop something, so Jose picks it up for him. Uh, Mario was like, where'd Jose go? So then he's like, I might have to walk home. He starts walking home. Then he sees Jose, who's all short of breath and excited. And he's like, I picked up some some stuff a guy's dropped. I'm helping other people. And Mario's like, oh, good job. And Jose's like, can I smoke in your car? And he's like, I guess. And I put test passed because there's bass music. Starts playing chicka chicka baum baum. Uh, then Walt's in a gray sweater cooking breakfast. I think like a cashmere or like a merino, whatever you call that. The kind of sweater I have, it's like near cashmere. Luckily, they, those all have holes in them anyway. Uh, then it's like, uh, he's like, Junior, what are you drinking? Junior's like, cafe. Walt's like, cafe? What the fuck? He's like, what? What happened to you? And he goes, Dad, Pa, look at my chest is all hairy. That part didn't happen, but. Uh, and then they, he has lots of questions. And as he's drinking, we see that the mug, it's a cheap, uh, cheaply made Silva Solutions mug. It looked like it's made with a label maker, the label on the mug, which probably was. And Walt doesn't like that. And I think that's like part of the Potapalian move that Junior's like, ha ha. And we have Walt rolls into work. Uh, and we see Jose's working hard already when Walt gets there. He's got headphones on. And Walt's like, what's up, bro? Where were you? And oh, 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 Jose's like, I was working with Mario. And I, this is all caps, the writing. Doing what? Uh, Walt says, and Jose says, stuff, you know, just stuff. And Walt's like, what? what? He goes, money stuff, yo. 
And Walt's like, this is trouble, big trouble, capital, capital, exclamation point. Okay, I don't know if you could capitalize an exclamation point, but I did there. Uh, just by connecting, uh, like it's just a line with a dot at the bottom. That's my capitalized exclamation point. Uh, then we see Gus. He's standing outside with a Los Polios truck. Some workers getting in a car. Or no, he gets in a car. And Mario's in the car. And he's like, hey, you want to update on some stuff? Here, Here's your thing. Jose Miguel's been tricked. And he says, good work. That must have been tough. And then they had a laugh, you know. And then it's dinner at Maria and Henry's. And they're talking about buying the car wash. And Walt's got his arms crossed and he's acting all weird. And I, this is when I wish I was fluent in Spanish. Because uh, I couldn't quite. And I remember this me being uncomfortable watching this scene. Because uh, Walt really starts slugging down the line. And it, it made me uncomfortable. Because you could tell he was going to get quickly tuned. Uh, I mean, TV tuned, you know, because I don't think it could happen this quick in real life. But everyone's happy and laughing, but Walt's just like gulping, gulping wine. And everyone else is talking about something. Walt's just sitting there quiet. And then they talk about Guido. And then they talk, like, they're like, was he crazy for money and or a genius, Henry? And then Walt's like, uh, there's someone else, the genius. And Walt's drunk now, and he just acts a fool. And he goes, he was no genius. It was That was easy. Everything they've been pulling over you is so easy or something. Uh, something like that. And both Cielo and Henry, there's a couple different close-ups to each one of them. Where they're like, what the heck? You know, Cielo's like, Henry just starts thinking, what a jerk. Uh, then he starts thinking more, and Cielo's like, what the hell is Walt doing? What an idiot. And then Walt says something real dumb. And then they both get another set of close-ups, and they're both really thinking hard. And whatever it is, the next day Henry's back working on the case double time, like with the light of day. I don't even think he was in bed, and he's looking at the files. Uh, he's even, like, his attitude towards Maria's changed because he's drinking cat. She's like, you want some cafe? He's like, yeah, let's have cafe together. And they're talking about Guido. Uh, Guido, Guido, right? Uh, and then is he double question mark? And then they're talking, like, Maria's offering her opinion and Henry's listening and accepting it, which is a huge change for this season. And then they find this little spoilus napkin with a strange phone number on it. And it's dun dun dun. The episode is closed. Alright, so we're talking uh, uh, the thing they call when you're riding, a, you see, I'm riding my car shotgun. Uh, it's season four, episode five of Breaking Bad. And it starts out with some fast driving, it's like a POV like a video game view uh, off of the bumper of Walt's car. A hugely important little detail. Walt is not wearing a seatbelt, which is, you know, it's, this isn't foreboding. It's just like uh, Walt always wears the seatbelt, so he's in a rush. And he's on the phone driving. Big, big no-no. Now, this might have been before there were laws for that, but he's on the phone with Saul. 
He's not really paying attention, and Walt's a terrible driver on top of that. And then he leaves this message. For, he says he's calling, he's yelling at Saul and telling him to give Skyler all the money. And then he calls Skyler, and he gets the answering machine, and he says, oh, I just want to tell you I'm thinking about you and the kids, and I love you. And then we see uh, Walt pulls up to Los Pollos, Los Pollos Hermanos. Walt rolls right in there, pass an open wide poster. I liked the open wide poster. And then Walt runs into Cynthia. She's selling Chalupa chicken combo meals, I think. And Walt demands to see Gustavo Fring, her boss. And there's a face-off. And you don't want to mess with Cynthia. We've seen her before. She's a quality, quality employee. And she's no nonsense. And she's not having Walt's nonsense. So he says, I'll wait. And Cynthia just stands there. Like she's so cool and slow to react. And then Walt sees the cameras. Then he sees Gus's car in the parking lot. And then Cynthia, she talks to the drive through employee and then looks at Walt. And Walt says, this is some sort of conspiring. And he looks around at the customers. And then a call comes in from Mike to Walt. And Walt's all worried. He's like, hey, where's Jesse? Where's Jesse? And Mike says, he's fine. And Walt's like, do, do, you, do you expect me to believe you? And he says, I'm crossing my heart, Walter. And then he's like, I need to talk to Jesse. And he says, hey, he's with me. Hold on. And then Walt's like, Jesse, where are you? He's like, with Mike. You just talk to him, bro. And he's like, what's going on? He goes, well, we're just driving and doing some stuff. He's like, what? He goes, I don't know, driving stuff. And then he goes, you just put Mike on. And then Mike goes, hello. I wish he didn't say Walter, but he says, hello again or something. I can't do Mike, but it was great. And then Walt's like, what's going on? He goes, Jesse's working with me today, Walter. You're on your own. And Walt starts out. He says, goodbye, Walter. And then Walt looks at the cameras, and he makes a move to rush into Gus's office. And he makes it in there, but there's no one in there. And Cynthia's like, you're a jerk. I'm going to, you know, this is trespassing, which I don't know what Walt was thinking, but... Uh, then we see Mike and Jesse on the road. They're out in the desert. Can't read this writing. Desert. Chris. It looks like it's a C, then an N or an R combined with a Y. Like a desert catheter. A D, C. No idea. A P, A, T, H, E, R. Huh, I wonder what word that is. It looks like some sort of crystal-based word. But that wouldn't make any sense. And I don't know, they were out in a desert area, and then Jesse kind of shows some spunk. Oh, there's a windmill out there. Uh, so some sort of windmill place. I said, is that a drill? I think there might have been windmill drill sounds. Old ranch, and Mike digs up some money that was hidden. There's some nice bug sounds in the background. Mike moves very slowly, deliberately, and stiffly. And he definitely shouldn't be bending down and picking up uh, money out of holes. And then he gets in there. He goes, Jesse, you come in and we're done here. He goes, we got to do this six more times and a lot of miles in between. And I want to get done before dark. 
And then the next thing is we see my, uh, Hank with, uh, I think he's with Tim. He's looking through the flip book and it's a, like, he's looking through the notebook, which has a flip book picture. When's the last time you did a flip book picture? Uh, do yourself a favor tomorrow. Make yourself a little flip book in something, you know, that you own or that you can't get in trouble for. I used to do that all the time, but I wasn't a very good at drawing. But this one's a watering can and a flower, which Hank finds it hilarious. And then he's like, they're talking about how brilliant, uh, uh, I want to call him Guido now, that uh, Gail is. And they talk about, geez, who, 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 could this be? Could there be anyone else involved? And he says, no, it probably not Brand Badger or Jesse Pinkman. He goes, it doesn't seem, you know, they wouldn't be involved with this Gale guy. And Tim's like, well, I'll keep you in the loop. And Hank says, you know what, Tim, I, I'm done here. I'm on, he goes, as long as I want to find Heisenberg, but now he's gone, you know, that's closure. And Tim says, yeah, you, you know, You've been a big help. And then I noticed, uh, oh, Hank was wearing a Team DEA shirt from the fun run that Gus, like we had learned a couple seasons ago, Gus had paid, sponsored that. And then I put, I'm done. Uh, and then I put Hank question mark, uh, which I don't know what that means. Maybe he was talking about what Hank, the way Hank's look was after he said, I'm done. Uh, then we have stop two. The money's in an old warehouse with Jesse and uh, Mike. It's hidden in a ceiling vent. Jesse's playing like a tough lookout guard type capacity. And then there's a, you know, they have some hilarious dialogue between the two of them with Mike being exasperated. And then there's a time lapse of Mike and Jesse. Jesse kind of screwing around. A song 1977 by Anna. T-I-J-O-U-X plays. Uh, Jesse even sings a little bit of fallacies. I think that was a song him and his buddy wrote that he tried to move in with. And then he says, this is another podcast. Where he says, what are you trying to bore me to death? He goes, this so mission accomplished because it's totally working. Great job. And then Jesse has some, he goes, yeah, I know exactly what you're doing. Me and my boys used to do the same thing, Mike. He goes, you know, keep keep the uh, uh, separation between the dealer and supplier, reduce risk, etc. And he goes, why you got me riding shotgun, though, if you're not going to talk to me? You know, cool me in a little. He goes, if I'm here, if I'm your man, uh, then you should just tell me what's up. And uh, well, uh, Mike pulls over. He says, you're not the man. You're not even capable of being the guy. And Jesse goes, well, why are you here? Because the boss said to be here. He goes, that's all I know. Then we see Walt working solo. There's some music. There's lots of different POVs and cool angles. Uh, then Walt gets tired. He sits down by the coffee. Then his little alarm goes off, and he does like the old rabbit. Oh, dear. Uh, dear bother. And then he runs off. Uh, then we have Skylar with the lawyer. He's like, oh, you having second thoughts? She says, every hour of every day. I loved that line and the way she said it. Because she said it much quicker. Every hour of every... I don't know how she did it. It was a great job by Anna Gunn there. It quiet every hour of every day. 
Yeah, but the lawyer, he goes, he's, you know, does that, and then he leaves, and then he's like, oh, stop by, get my car washed. Oh, yeah, great. And I go, wow, it's official. And they're like, this is a big step. We're going to do this great. This is going to be great. But no more secrets, Walt. No more secrets. No more mistakes. Complete honesty. Walt's like, oh, of course, I'm all in. Let's have some drinks. And, they, you know, they have some non-fancy liquor. Just as long as it gets the job done. That's what they say. And then Walt's message is blinking and Skylar hears it and she turns and looks at Walt and it's just total turn on passion moment where they're both lock eyes and they say, but chicka chicka baum baum. And then they, you know, they're married, so it's okay. And then Walt later the next day, he's smelling the sheets, not in a creepy way, but he's saying, hey, these sheets smell different. Uh, then I remember, and Skyler goes, yeah, it's a bit, bit uh, Ted Bennett, Bernanke or whatever, you know, his, his shampoo. No, she says it's fabric softener. And then there's this cute moment where she goes, I got also a new haircut while she noticed. He's like, oh, yeah, I was going to say something. Then they laugh. And then they talk about dinner, and they talk about uh, Hank and Marie, and Skyler's hands on Walt's chest, touching his his hair, and saying, "We got to go over to eat because that's the only thing that gets Hank out of his room." He can't sing. How much different than? Oh, this scene is much different than Colombian. The Colombian scene, uh, because then Junior comes home, and in the Colombian scene. Uh, I don't know, it's different. Like in this scene, Walt jumps up, shuts the door. Oh, because they have a ranch house in this scene too. And then Junior comes home, he calls to them, and then he's totally grossed out. In in the Colombian scene, Walt lets him know he's there, and Junior kind of likes it. Uh, so that's more Adipalian maybe, you know, but I don't know. And then they're kind of talking about, well, this is interesting. This will make things. And then she's like, well, why don't you just move back in? And Walt's like, really? And then Walt starts to think about this. Walt alarm goes off. He's got to get back to work. So he gives Skylar a kiss goodbye. And then after, Skylar kind of touches her lips thoughtfully. Then Walt's back at work with a barrel and a forklift. He does a 10,000-point turn because he's such a terrible forklift driver. He's back and forth. He's having a lot of trouble turning the thing around. And there's tons of loud sound effects to just make it more irritating in a good way. Uh, But don't listen to that, you know, at bedtime. And then Walt loses the barrel because he's so inept at driving a forklift. He yells at the camera and he's like, I quit. Yeah. And then there's time lapses of the laundry. Wolf's lying on the couch in the office sleeping. And then Gus guys, Gus's guy shows up. He's so cool, this guy. He's quiet. And Walt starts yelling at him. And he's like, I need my, you know, just berating him. And this guy just goes to, goes to work with the forklift. Well, Walt's like, I, you know, just going on a tirade about a two-man operation. And Jesse operates a forklift, counterproductive. And he even yells, and the guy just deals with it. He's, he just he goes, are you listening to me? Hello. 
you cracked me. This that was one of my favorite scenes, I think. And the guy is like so quick and forklift, and he just says, where, where do you want it, uh, the barrel? And then we're back with Jesse and Mike, and Jesse's like, is this the last stop? And then Mike doesn't answer. He just gets out of the car and walks into this house, and Jesse's playing dashboard drums, again, singing his fallacy song. Fallacies. Twice. I guess I can't sing, but fallacies, he says. Then his eyes are closed, and then Jesse helps Mike because uh, these guys need to help with their bike, and Mike runs after. Mike even snorts when he's running. Uh, then he calls for a ride at Mike. He says, I'm going to be on Garcia's and Central. Honk once when you get here. And then Jesse rolls up, and Jesse's all ang- energy. And he's talking about, I saw this, I saw this. And Mike just looks at him amused. And then Jesse's like, you guys, and you go, Jesse, can I smoke? He goes, go ahead, kid, smoke up. And then we're back at Skyler's house. It's AM. Walt's in his PJs making Folgers. I was like, are you kidding me? What kind of chemist are you? Folgers. And they still have that giant, I haven't seen it in a while, but they still have a giant tin of Coleman's mustard, the powder, you know, powder that you make mustard with. It was in a different place than last time I saw, but it's still there. And Junior rolls in, and Walt's like, you want some juice, Junior Pooh? He goes, Dad, I'm a, ma- I'm a man. I'll take some coffee. He goes, when did you start drinking coffee? He goes, I tie my shoes, too. And he goes, milk, sugar? No, black. And he goes, wow. And then Junior's like, Dad, it's really cool to have you home. He goes, Mom said you're moving back in Tuesday. And Walt goes, really? He, he was surprised by that. And then we see Junior's drinking uh, out of a Bernanke mug, which bothers Walt. Walt goes back to work. Jesse's already there working, uh, breaking ice. And I was watching this, and it seemed like there'd be a lot of spillage because he's just breaking it on the table, like, really hard, like, stuff would fly everywhere. I mean, I know it's TV, but between that and the Folgers, you know, and he say, how many TV shows have you done, Scoots? None. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm just a media gadfly. The most boring media gadfly on a wall. And then they're talking. And he's like, well, what'd you do all these? Like, guarded Mike. And Walt goes, you guarded Mike. He goes, is this some kind of joke? joke? And Jesse's like, I'm the man, Walt. I took care of business just like I'm taking care of business for now. And he goes, get to work, because i got to meet you Mike later, yo. Uh, then we have uh, uh, Gus taking out a trash bag at work. Mike's in a Buick, I think, or a Chrysler. I couldn't tell. Gus gets in, and he goes, well, how'd it go? And he goes, yeah, it went great. And he goes, really? He goes, uh, well, I'll reimburse you. He goes, uh, he goes, so it just went like you wanted. Jesse's a hero now. Oh, first, Gus goes, do you have any questions? And Mike goes, more than a few. Yeah, but I'm not about to ask. And then as Gus gets out of the car, there's this long shot of Mike, uh, like of Mike just thinking or deciding or thinking about Jesse or something. Uh, then we have dinner Sky at uh, Hank and Marie's place. Uh, Skyler's talking to Hank. Walt's really uh, drinking a lot of wine, gulping wine. Uh, it goes something, goes in, 
Oh, it goes in the kitchen. Holy purple kitchen, I put. Get some more wine. Uh, takes a breath in the kitchen. Drink some wine alone. Cheers. Uh, grind, grinds as he listens. I guess he's grinding his teeth or something. And then he calls Walt back, and uh, they talk about the case of the crazy singing guy. Uh, crazy is the wrong word, and even Skyler's like, well, that would be a good encyclopedia, Brown. Also, Hank called Walt Nick the Greek, which I didn't, I didn't even, Junior didn't get it, neither did I. But then they start talking about, he goes, oh, it's not crazy, he's eccentric, Gail Bedecker, but, he, you know, he was uh, Heisenberg. He was a five-star mess chef. And he goes, man, that guy, he was a genius. How many actual geniuses are there in the world? You know, if he'd done something different, made the most of his life, subtext city for Waltz. And then Waltz wasted, he says, uh, and this made me very uncomfortable because I probably did this kind of stuff too. Uh, Waltz says, not to tell you your business, but I'm not sure I agree. And he goes, well, what do you mean? He goes, well, so he, well, you know, I just don't think he was a genius. He barely knew nothing about mess cooking. There was no reasoning, no deductions, just copying someone else's work, someone brilliant, some genius. Because I've been enough around enough students to know maybe he's still out there, the genius, Hank. And Skyler's glaring, and Hank's watching. There's all these great shots, and Hank's shocked. And then it's the next day, and Hank's sitting in the kitchen working. There's a natural light. He looks good. Uh, Hank looks hum, a question mark I put. And then Marie's like, how's it going? And Hank says, you know, this guy's vegan, right? Uh, Since when did they start eating chicken? He finds this. A little spoilious napkin with a clue on it. Bum, bum, bum. And I want to thank our patrons. I said, uh, hey, Danielle, thanks so much. Have you seen Bex? And she said, she's right here. I said, oh, thanks, Bex, so much. And I said, did you look down the street? Look at who's waving at us. That's Andrea L to the P. Thanks. And then Diane W. was driving by, and it was a really nice dress. I said, that's the nicest golf cart I've ever seen. Thanks, Diane. And then Julie B., uh, she was on, at first I thought it was a uh, bike, uh, no, uh, what is it, tandem bike with Tom W. I said, hey, hey. But then I saw it was a trandom, because Victoria E. But then behind them on one of those super bikes, uh, where everybody faces each other, it was like Renee O, and I said, hey, thanks. And then Sophie T, I said, hey, thank you. Uh, John R, I said, whoa. Allison H, and then Rachel, she was, there's two seats in the back, it was Rachel. I said, hey, Rachel, thank you. And then Melissa N, I said, yo, yo, yo. And then I saw Joanne P, she was on a pogo stick. And I said, that is so cool. And then Georgina, she was in a bike with a banana seat with, you know, those things on the handlebars. That was cool. And then Jessime was cartwheeling. I said, yo, hey. And then, and then Jane L. was skipping down the street. And then Kana, she was jumping rope down the street, Kana H. Uh, David P. was spinning. And I said, you better stop. David P., thank you. Stop spinning, though. I don't want you to get dizzy. 
And then Jessica, Jessica W. had sidewalk chalk. She was doing some sidewalk chalk with Megan B. I said, hey, thanks and good night. And I saw Terrence B., who was, he was just enjoying the sidewalk chalk, looking at or the drawing. He was just uh, taking it. I said, hey, thanks and good night. Then Kristen T., she, she was just stopping to smell the flowers. Literally, I, I said, hey, nice job smelling those flowers. And then GGJ, uh, GGJ was drinking the ice cold water. And then Wendy C., she was just enjoying the condensation and the glass of the ice cold water. I said, hey, thanks, everybody. Thanks for And then really from last time, 700th patron, Ken N., he was just still hanging, saying nice things, and thank you on my behalf to everybody, and good night. So cool. And then I saw over on PayPal, I said, uh, they said, look at there, it's Kara R. I said, hey, Kara. And then I think she was ballet dancing. They saw Sigrid, who was doing some sort of, uh, I think it was the hand bone, you know, like a shuffle, shuffle-style dance. And then I saw Catherine W., Who's doing some interpretive? I said, This is beautiful, beautiful dancing, all of you. Thank you. And I saw Susan B. She was doing a bit of a robot. I said, Thanks and good night. And I saw Elizabeth S., who was doing like a wave with her hands. That was cool. I said, Thanks and good night. I saw Candace M. And she was, she was just humming and whistling at the same time. I said, That is amazing. I said, Thank you and good night. And then I saw Madina, she was making cakes as fast as she could. I saw Lorraine R., who was, who was helping frost the cake. I said, great, is this everybody so friendly around here? And then I saw Diana, I said, hey, thanks and good night. And then I saw Lorna, I said, hey, thanks and good night. And they were just talking, chit-chatting. And I saw Michelle E., I said, hey, thanks and good night. I'll see you later, thanks and good night. Sleep, sleep well. And then Ruth P., who I waved to, she she was on a uh, carousel with Brandy F. I said, thanks and good night, both of you. And so I look at her and I said, I want to thank Alexandra, Chris, Megan, Jonathan, Amanda, Mumblebear, uh, Mel, a.k.a. Mary from Blind Alive, uh, Mary S., Vivian, Renee, uh, Mrs. Otis, Larry, Wendy, uh, Josephine, Greg, uh, Stacy, Sierra, uh, Jenny, uh, Paul, uh, Jennifer D., Ahab's wife, uh, Ben, uh, Jillian, Lynn, Michael, and his howling phantasm. I want to thank him again. And then I think Lexi is amazing after the iTunes review. Uh, GG10 